This podcast is for investment professionals only. It is not for distribution to retail investors. This material has been provided for information and educational purposes only. It is not an offer or solicitation to buy securities. The information provided and the views expressed in this podcast could change and are not necessarily the views of Premier Mighton. Reference to any stock, fund or investment should not be considered advice or an investment recommendation. Any reference to past performance is not a guide to future returns and the value of investments can fall as well as rise. You are listening to the Bright Thinking Series from Premier Mighton, a regular podcast on investment views from Premier Mighton's fund management team. I'm Alex Ross, fund manager of the Premier Mighton's Pan-European Property Share Fund. In this podcast, I will discuss whether the recent uplift in the property sector is the start of a longer-term recovery. In the Pan-European real estate equities market, there have been signs of an improvement in sentiment which has been reflected in share prices steadying and in some cases improving from deeply distressed levels over recent months. This is tied in with increasing evidence that inflation, whilst remaining elevated well above target levels, is evidently now tracking down, particularly in continental Europe. And notably, this stabilisation has occurred since the end of the first quarter of the year, during a period where borrowing costs have materially increased, which suggests equity investors are starting to look through this potential final interest rate tightening period, particularly in continental Europe, which is facing less structural inflationary pressures. Despite this, pan-European real estate equities continue to trade close to their record discounts to asset values, which are at around levels only witnessed on three occasions in the last 40 years. The sector has been one of the worst impacted by the sharp rise in borrowing costs and their negligible levels. And we believe for those investors are the view that the increasing interest rate cycle in Europe is approaching its peak and offers scope for declines in the medium term, the sector can offer a highly rewarding recovery play on this theme. We highlight this recovery potential, as property shares tend to re-rate sharply towards asset values once equity investors believe in the V, as in the value of the underlying properties, which the shares are priced against. Now, after a material increase in property valuation yields over the last year, We believe the underlying property values are becoming increasingly tangible, with only limited further underlying real estate value corrections likely ahead, based on current market interest rate expectations, in spite of the deep discount shares are trading to current property values. A key catalyst we are seeking to trigger recovery in share price ratings is increasing transactional activity in the underlying real estate markets. We are now seeing Increasing evidence of this in certain subsectors, following the sharp increase in property yields, most notably in the warehouse market. Now, most of these buyers are institutional cash buyers, but we note that in continental Europe, the more limited upside of finance costs, combined with the increase in property yields, is now starting to make real estate viable again using finance. There's less clarity in the UK given the continued stickiness to inflation data. But in continental Europe, borrowing costs are substantially lower than the UK. These substantially lower borrowing costs in Europe, combined with the increase in property yields available and the annual rent clauses, which enable immediate cash flow growth, starts to make real estate viable again for these finance buyers in the continent, which we expect will lead to increasing transactional evidence close to current asset values. Furthermore, whilst borrowing costs are no longer at negligible levels, the availability of bank finance 
the good quality borrowers is still there in pan-European markets. With the exception of Sweden, lessons have been learned from the irresponsible lending that led to the global credit crisis. And thus banks still have significant capacity to lend, which is a very different situation to where we were in 2008, when securing new finance was almost impossible. Negative sentiment towards real estate has clearly been exported across the pond from the US, where the lack of regulation in regional bank lending, combined with an office market now haunted by the widespread urban sprawl, has understandably generated daily negative headlines. We believe this key differential and ongoing access to real estate finance will be reflected in European real estate markets stabilising earlier than the market expects. The recent decline in borrowing rates due to a weakening global economic data raises a question as to how real estate will perform in a recession stroke weak economy. The nature of this property market downturn has differed to most previous major downturns in that it has been characterised solely by the negative impact of rising yield requirements in property valuations, with no negative impact from rental declines for most areas of the real estate market. The one notable exception being brown offices, of course. Indeed, we've seen a positive impact from rental moves throughout this downturn, which has helped to do some of the heavy lifting in increasing property yields to a level where they become attractive again in a higher debt cost environment. Now, ultimately, this rental resilience has been achievable due to the lack of development supply going into this downturn. In our property exposures in the online portfolio, we remain confident on the resilience of the rental income in a mild recession environment, as we have deliberately positioned our exposures towards those key areas of real estate that are seeing structural tenant demand, which is needs-based rather than economic growth driven. In rented residential, there's a major structural shortage of supply, particularly in Germany, where supply is simply not viable due to most of the housing stock being valued below its replacement cost. Changing demographics are driving structural demand for modern healthcare facilities. Warehouse demand is increasing due to the structural changes in the global supply chain, with nearshoring increasingly required for both cost and economic reasons. In offices, there is structural demand for major corporations to consolidate towards energy efficient green offices to meet their carbon footprint targets. Now, we don't see this structural demand materially changing in a recession, and this demand is meeting extremely low vacancy in all our core geographic markets in these subsectors. The limited supply will be further constrained due to the sharp increase in the construction costs of these needed buildings, which will require high rents to make them viable, thus, of course, setting higher prime rental tones. Given the uncertainty to earnings and general exits in such a weak economic environment, we believe this tangible rental income will become increasingly sought by investors, particularly with the pan-European real estate sector relative price earnings ratio at the lower end of its historical range. Furthermore, if we start to see the high current borrowing costs decline due to a weak economic environment, the real estate sector will also see some benefit from lower financing costs ahead, thus helping the already high earnings yield. And this, of course, a reversal of the environment in which real estate securities have been such a poor performer. Thank you for listening. 
I hope you found this episode interesting. Look out for other episodes in the Bright Thinking series. This podcast is for investment professionals only and is issued by Premier Might and Investors, which is the marketing name for Premier Portfolio Managers Limited and Premier Fund Managers Limited, which are authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. The value of investments can fall as well as rise. Thank you.